0: Hey there, Freedom Fighters. My name is Andrew Warner. I'm the founder of Mixergy, where I interview entrepreneurs about how they built their businesses. You know those uh, pop-ups that you see on sites and some of them just look god-awful, you'd never want to touch them and you feel almost embarrassed for the site to use them and others it just look so pretty that despite you not wanting to give the site your email address, you fill them out anyway? Well, joining me is the entrepreneur who makes the latter ones, the ones that look pretty, the ones that look nice, the ones that just are just smart. The company's called Wise Pops and he did this... Uh, as a bootstrap operation. He was so determined after his previous venture capital experience to bootstrap this business that he got a job at Amazon. And he worked at that job while he was building Wise Pops. And once it finally made enough money that he could survive, that he could actually um, replace the salary, he said, all right, I'm going to go all in and has been working at Wise Pops ever since. His name is Benjamin Cahan. He is the founder of Wise Pops. I invited him here to talk about how he bootstrapped his company. And I also would like to learn what happened when he didn't bootstrap his company back when he was running his previous business, which was venture funded. And a little bit about the experience of working as an executive at Amazon. We could do it all thanks to two phenomenal sponsors. The first, if you're hiring developers the way that Benjamin did, he hired outside developers to build the software. You need good developers. TopTal has the best. And you could get them at toptal.com slash Mixergy. And if you need a website for your business, including one that will work with Wise Pops, go to hostgator.com slash Mixergy. But I'll talk about those later. First, Benjamin, good to have you here.
1: Hey, great to be here. Nice to meet you.
0: Uh, It's kind of awkward to ask you because you're a bootstrapped company and because you're French. But what's your revenue? Give me a ballpark.
1: Uh, we, we just reached uh, the 2 million uh, I- ARR revenue bar.
0: Wow. So even since we've connected, you've grown tremendously, about t- 50, about double since we first connected, right?
1: Yeah. We, we didn't wait for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what happened? How did you suddenly in the last, what, 12 months, you've grown almost a million dollars no, extra? No, it,
1: it took us uh, five years to get to 1 million and, and half that time to get to 2 million.
0: Got it. Wow. Phenomenal. And um, how profitable are you?
1: We're, we're profitable. We've been profitable since the early days.
0: Your previous company, Green Republic, did did what? Uh,
1: lose money. <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> Uh, it was it was uh, it was a mar- it was an e-commerce website first mm-hmm. and then a marketplace dedicated to e- eco-friendly product uh, you know organic and green products so we 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 thought there was a, a new way to to produce um things that were happening and 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 we wanted to be the the store for that new you know cons- con- New What's way an to, example of
0: a product that you were selling that was organic that that represented this new organic mindset? It
1: it was really day to day product from um, um, cosmetics, uh, baby products, uh, some clothing, some some food, also um, uh, furniture. So you, you know, ev- like a, a lot of different range of products, but the common thing was. This is made responsibly and it contributes to a better place.
0: How much money did you raise?
1: We raised approximately 2 million, but we raised those two millions in many times. So okay. we started with business angels and, and the first round was 200K uh, euros. Um, it was not enough. And so... It started a loop where we always needed to have new uh, money coming in, and and uh, and so we raised two hundred, and then three hundred, and then two hundred, and then one hundred, and 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 we got to two million without any share of the capital left for <laughs> for the funders.
0: And and that's one of the reasons why you were turned off to venture capital. You said this is not a life that I want because
1: you know i i was spending 90% of my time pitching for investors and mm. trying to get money and and 10% uh doing what i wanted to do which was you know uh, looking for new brands to distribute and doing the promotion of the website um so yeah it, it, i i don't know maybe it would have it it could have been differently uh with a, with a different fun, fundraising structure but the way it happened it just I just thought, okay, I don't want to be, I don't want to depend, I don't I don't want to rely on my on, on external funding. I want to be able to fund a company that is profit to to start a company that is profitable since the beginning, because this comes with the freedom that I think is very important as an entrepreneur.
0: Looking back, and we're not going to reveal the whole story in this answer, but looking back now, since Wise Pops is bootstrapped, were you able to get the lifestyle that you wanted and the life that you're looking for?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And absolutely. so going,
0: going back then, one of the things that you tried to do at that business was, you said, we need to find ways to grow sales. And you didn't have a lot of time to focus on sales because you're focusing on raising money. But one of the things that you tried to do was put up a pop-up on the site, right? And yeah, what's absolutely. the problem that you had putting up a freaking pop-up? That's not that hard.
1: It was not that hard, but it was it, the results were amazing. And, you know, uh, I, I mean... I think every uh, store owner has been there. Um, you, you see those pop-ups on all those websites and you say, okay, yeah, but I don't like it. I don't want to have this kind of experience. It's annoying and everything. And so we didn't want to use one. And at some point, you know, we had traffic, we had a great concept. And I thought, like people come to our website, but they don't, seem, they don't create an account, they don't sign up. And, and I'm sh- I was sure they would be interested in what we do. And so I was surprised they didn't you know, take action. And so I decided to test a pop-up, a very simple one saying, hey, welcome to our website. And this is what we do. And you can create your account today if you're interested, basically. And this very simple action, it tripled the number of account creation per day. So wow. it, it was and, really and it was amazing.
0: it You had your developers spend
1: time creating it, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, it, it took maybe one day to test it and the, the, do the development, and, and then it was amazing.
0: Um, and so you said, you filed this away in the back of your head, and you said, you know, this could be a thing. When the business closed, it didn't actually close when you left. You just said, I don't have equity here. I need to move on with my life. How did you know it was time to make that decision? That's a hard decision to make to say I'm moving on for my own it's a business. Very-
1: yeah, it's a very, very tough one. Um, I also had a co-founder, and we were so we had been doing things together for the whole time. I, I was no more motivated. I was starting to have new ideas of business that I wanted to do myself, and at some point I went to see him. It was the day before big holidays, and I went to see him at night, and I said, "Hey, look, I, I think I, I I don't want to go on." So let's have a discussion either you want to go on and without me and that's fine or you want to end or you want me to go on with you until uh, for some time and he was fine with me you know he felt that i was no no longer motivated and so it went all right but it's definitely a very very hard decision to make you you don't know if you're right to do it the
0: harder one i would imagine is to say I want to go and get a job at Amazon when you run your own company, when you had experience for four years working at a major venture capital firm. Did you go to Amazon after you had the idea for Wise Pops or before you knew what you were going to do next?
1: I had an idea when I left my the, that first company, I had an idea. I worked on it for like one or two months, and then I realized it was a very bad uh, idea. And so I felt a little bit uh, alone in the world. <laughs> uh-huh. and, what was the idea? Uh, it was a, a, a marketplace for um, where brands could give contests um, to you know for um, or challenges for uh, people to to participate. It, it, it's it's close to what happens sometimes on Instagram where. Brand can you know say hey I don't know record uh, 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 take a photo of yourself doing that and and there is a contest and if you win you will get I don't know one year free product of whatever. So I think the idea was interesting, but but it was very complicated to launch, and it would have needed money, and I didn't want that. And so I started really thinking about okay now. I have no, absolutely no idea of what I'm uh, gonna do. I yeah. don't know, and so what can I do? And I started looking at um, Y Combinators uh, and other, uh, you know, um, incubators, uh, startup to get ideas and get inspiration. And I found, I I found the SaaS model there, and 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 I loved the concept of having a software. With a, a low price that you can subscribe to easily in a self service mode.
0: Yeah.
1: I really liked that. And I thought it was very powerful. And it didn't take much time for me to connect with this pop up experience that I had because it was frustrating at the time. The pop up was doing very good. I wanted to do more with it and I could not. I because wanted your to have...
0: developers were too busy to give you resources yeah. for a simple pop up when they're running a whole business
1: right yeah he, he, we had one developer for uh, for the whole website oh, wow. so it was not you know easy and was, to get this was by the way for 2013
0: yeah yeah okay and so you said i couldn't do this in my own company i had resources i think this would work well for other companies they may not even have my resources i think yeah. this could be the thing once you had the idea then you said i'm going to go to amazon and get a job or Am I misunderstanding? I had the
1: idea. I started to work on it. I thought, okay, this is not going to bring me any money before one year. So I have to find a job. Uh, I had kids and everything. So it was not possible for me to go on and I didn't want to raise money again. So yes, uh, that's how I started applying to um, some e-commerce company. And I had the opportunity to join Amazon.
0: How hard was it as an entrepreneur to go and get a job?
1: Um I don't I, that it it was the idea of getting a job was somehow exciting because I thought okay maybe it's, you know it's going to be a good opportunity I've learned a lot of things, and I was a little bit naive in the way that I thought I could be an entrepreneur in a big company, and mean
0: meaning be entrepreneurial within this company be a leader not have a side gig entrepreneur got it, okay yeah what did you imagine you'd be able to do?
1: I don't know I thought I I thought I could. Be an entrepreneur, but in a in a larger game. If, you know, if you see what I mean, um, larger resources and everything, and ah. have an idea and work on new projects and everything. Like you it, could create the next it,
0: AWS instead of be a part. Yeah, of it didn't what they last long. <laughs> but the job title was project manager. You said that yeah. the first day you get into the job, they say they start hitting you with, with the culture. And before they hit you with culture at Amazon, what did you think? What was your perception of culture at Amazon or culture in general?
1: Uh, I, you know, I used to think like culture is something very fake and and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of BS re- really. Uh, right. And I, I think it, it is in, in many companies. It is. Um, I learned at Amazon that, it it was not the case for amazon yeah. the culture is very very strong there and it's a reality and you have to you have to yes it's uh, i don't know it's it's something that you can that that is here in every meeting in every decision in every thing you do
0: really give me an example how does their culture it penetrate a meeting do you have a specific meeting in mind
1: um I'll give you an example of how, like when you, when you were, I, you know, we, we've all done meeting, uh, meetings that last for hours and people that are talking and showing, uh, PowerPoint, PowerPoint slides for uh, an hour and, 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 and you feel that the meeting is a little bit useless at Amazon. It is, um, every meeting starts with reading a document. Okay. So. Uh, this is what they say. They say, we know that nobody's going to read the document before the meeting. So let's not assume that people have time to, you know, uh, prepare the meeting. So whenever there is a meeting, the owner of the meeting must write a document where he's going to explain very sharply the, 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 the context, the problem, the solution that he's proposing in one page or six page when it's big meetings, And the meeting should start with everyone reading the document, silence. And after everyone has read the document, then we can start with questions. There is no reading together. There is no commenting the document. It's just we read and then we go to questions. So the structure of every meeting at Amazon is very specific. I have never seen something like that in my life. And it's super effective. Do you do
0: that now at Wise Pops? no (laughs) because it's awkward to
1: implement it's awkward to implement yes and it's it's very effective for large companies because um and i i've kept a you know part of that but i i I don't need today i haven't felt the need that we should do that uh yet you know at this stage but we, we we are inspired from it we use a lot of writing We don't do PowerPoint slide. We, at Amazon, you only use Word document because bullet points are not specific enough. When you write something, when you write a full sentence, you are more specific than when you write a bullet point. And so that's how you write at Amazon. And I've kept that.
0: Okay, fair point. I understand how this makes sense. You are there, you have your idea. You're not a developer yourself though, right? I'm not did you get to develop the site?
1: I had to find someone, a developer. Uh, I, would, I didn't want to take the risks to find a, an external de- a developer that I didn't know. And so I had to work with an agency. That's what I, I said, okay, I have to find a solid uh, development agency that I can rely on. And that's, and so I started looking in, in France and I, I quickly came to a, a very, very strong development agency Reach well, most, out to them.
0: Well, most people would tell you if you're building software, your key competence, your key strength needs to be building software. And if you outsource it to someone else, then it's it's not it's not it's not a real business. You decided I don't want a technical co-founder. I can't hire someone full-time. Why? Why didn't you want to do one of the alternatives that is recommended?
1: Um I would have loved to find a, a technical co-founder, but I, I didn't knew one and I, I could not evaluate one um, and I had nothing to offer him uh, like no money. So just an ID. So I felt, okay, I'm, you know, I, it's okay. I can do without it and I can do it with an agency and we will, I, I will find a technical, um, co- you know, technical leader later. Okay. Um, I, I met with an agency, it was a small team. I talked with the founder and he was super enthusiastic about the idea. Uh, he told me, hey, we have a lot of clients asking for a pop-ups and, um, at some stage. And so I can clearly see the need and I think we can make something great. And so we started working together. That's as simple.
0: Did you talk to any clients? Did you see that other people saw the need or did you just know, I saw how effective it was myself if other people yeah. knew how effective i could convince yeah that's what it was the second
1: that's the great part i think of my story i had the luck to be fully confident i didn't need to talk to anyone i knew that it was a need and i knew it it was making sense yeah. so and actually you know i've met that's something for entrepreneurs i've i've had i've had discussions like that with potential clients and most of them told me I don't know. I don't know if I would use a tool like that, but there is also there is already something that exists that looks like that. Uh, you know, it, it's. I, I think it's it's really good to have discussion um, to validate your ideas, but it's also good to have uh, to step back and make sure that it 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 uh, you don't rely completely on the feedback that you're going to get. It, it could have make me stop. Uh, if I had mm-hmm. learned to listen too much to what the feedback that I got,
0: the interesting thing about pop-ups is we've used them at mixergy and um, and to some degree, we do still use them today. It's something that everybody fights against until until they see the results. and it's just so overwhelmingly effective that despite all the hesitance, all the he- despite how much you might hesitate, you, you have to, as a business owner, acknowledge that it, it works and you need, to take, you need to take it seriously. What about working with the agency? How much were they going to charge you for it? I've heard so many examples of entrepreneurs who've turned to agencies and said, you build my first product. And because they didn't have real customers yet, because they didn't have a real clear understanding of how to work with an agency and so many other reasons, it just bombed. They ended up with 20000 $30,000 um, expenses that didn't go anywhere. What was it about yours that worked? Your relationship with Uh,
1: it. It was expensive. It was way more expensive than anything that I could have expected. How much? Oh, the first, the first version it cost uh, 50k, while it was supposed to cost 20k.
0: Yeah, that's a lot for pop-up software. That's a lot. Yeah, and it's because of what? What would you say that that was?
1: just development time and you you think you know as as they move on you realize that some stuff are missing in the in the in the specification and so you have to add more features and also it takes longer than expected and it's always the same you know and so yeah at the end it costs it costs higher and then the the crazy thing is that you believe that when you've spent the 50k you have your tool and you can start going on the market but that's not true you have the you have the first version of your tool and then you go to the market right. and you realize that you're missing like 90% of the product. So yeah, I had to took a loan to take a loan. 90%
0: of the products. So now you have to keep going back and changing and changing before we figure out what you did to change it. Let me take a moment, to talk about my first sponsor real quick. If you're hiring developers, TopTal has the best developers. In fact, they pride themselves on turning developers away. They pride themselves on how hard their test is. If you're looking for developers, don't just hire from TopTal, start a conversation with them by going to toptal.com slash Mixergy, like many other Mixergy listeners have done. As soon as you get there, they'll schedule a conversation. So you can talk to uh, a matcher. You can talk to somebody who will help you understand who they have in their network, why and whether it could be a good fit. And frankly, they've turned away a lot of people who've called them up from Mixergy. Um, But if it is a good fit, you'll find that they get you great developers. They'll be there to help guide the relationship. And um, they're the best. And to be frank, they charge more than uh, many of the cheapo sites that you see online they're not outrageously expensive. And if you use my URL, you'll get 80 hours of developer credit when you pay for your first 80 hours in addition to a no-risk trial period. It's available right now at toptal.com slash Mixergy. Top is on top of your head. Tal is in talent. That's T-O-P-T-A-L.com slash M-I-X-E-R-G-Y, Top um, you, uh You had the first version. You needed to. What did the first version have, and then I'll ask about how you got your first customers. But what could it do? Uh,
1: you could you could you could build a pop up, a very simple one. Um, you had very few analytics. Uh, you had very few targeting options. Uh, you were. It was enabling you to collect emails, but then you couldn't. You could not send those emails to Mailchimp. And sending the email to Mailchimp, for example, was a feature that I had to wait approximately for one year, um, because because there were because there were other things to do, like bugs to fix and everything, and but Mailchimp was very critical. And when I when I I'd, when I added Mailchimp, uh, it it started, you know, the, the the revenue curve started to go up a little bit,
0: meaning. You, I think you didn't realize how important it was for people to get the data directly into email software, right? You said, I'm giving I you a folder. I realized it after. I'm, I'm giving you a file, and it took many customers telling you, you need this, I need this, for you to finally say, okay, great.
1: No, I, I yeah, I had like three customers telling me I need it, and I said, okay, we need it with the agency, but then the agency was full with other requests that were even more important because you know something was not working out. Um, and and it was not moving fast enough. We didn't have enough developer, and I didn't have the money to hire a new developer. So it just took time. You know, it was a priority, but it it took time.
0: I would even say, if we went back before you launched, you started blogging about pop about pop ups. You started. Wow, that was awkward. I had to <laughs> sneeze you. for like the last twenty minutes. <laughs> You started, you started blogging about it, which I thought was interesting. You said, let me tell you my experience. And in a few blog posts, you just kept going over and saying, you're not gonna believe this, but here's data, here's here's like my chart to show you where registrations were before and after. And then you became the guy who goes to, I remember Blismo. Blismo um, was really popular within the techie community because of the founder. You said, look, Bl- Blismo, When they uh, when they're selling their Blismo box, they have a pop up you showed urban outfitters you showed everlane you just showed how other people are doing pop up stuff. you found that oh yeah you're trying to say this does make sense and, and truthfully you know who that type of thing spoke to is people like me and because if if you looked at pop ups back in when when you were launching 2013 there was a lot of hate for them in in yeah. everyone in in the tech software community for sure right yeah the people who loved them were the people who were in the info marketing world and the people who quietly were doing them were the big brands like you mentioned, and I just mentioned some on your site, but frankly, the New York Times, I think was doing them. You'd go to these, the New York Times yeah. still does it, right? These yeah. high brands do it. People don't pay attention to them. The info marketers do it. People obsess and say, it's only of their world and everyone else says, it's not for me. And you wanted to say, this makes sense. I'm going to start evangelizing. So you did it. You had a, a thing that led people create their first pop-up very little from what I, I could see um, customization but I could have my own pop-up box. And then I think I, I would get a, as a user, I would get a, a file with the email addresses that were collected for me, right?
1: That's yeah, absolutely. How did you get I, I could never this? have imagined at that time that <laughs> you would mention those blog posts. I was really absolutely certain that no one in the world were, was reading those. Um, it, it, it's true. The context was very different. Like pop-ups were nowhere. And, and I had to, it, it, there was that kind of doubt that, okay, will pop-up exist in two, th- three, five years? And it was not obvious now it sounds obvious that it, you know, it's it's part of the marketing stack of any e-commerce website. It was not at that time.
0: So how did you get customers? Uh,
1: probably, you know, just, um, I, I, I thought like there must be in the world, people that will look for a pop-up tool. And so I, I I I, I start writing our landing page and doing, you know, uh, uh, optimizing it for, uh, in Google for uh, pop-ups. And so our, our headline was uh, the, the, the pop-up builder and it was all about pop-ups. And I had this blog about pop-ups and I, it's at some, it started to, to, um, to come up in the, in the, in the Google searches. And, and so that's how, first customers came in ah, every uh-huh. email that I sent to sell and promote or do some outreach about wise pops failed. Um, people were not interested, but people that were needing, uh, in, in the need of the pop-up tool, they, they, they started to found us. And that was very exciting.
0: So that's, um, that's something that you also learned from your previous business, previous business, you were in organics. You said to your team, look, people, it's not sexy to say we sell organic stuff even yeah. though people well you tell me what how did you come to that conclusion that you were wrong in your analysis what was going on no, in your head
1: yeah that's, that's exactly it um i wanted to sell in my first company i wanted to sell a concept i wanted to sell uh, to build a brand and have something sexy and everything and people were looking in google for organic product and it was more than organic product what we were doing but at the end, the people were looking for organic products. And so I learned that. And, and when I started WisePub, I said, okay, I'm not going to make that make, same mistake. I'm not going to sell a marketing tool and, uh, or new technology or whatever. I'm just going to sell a pop-up tool, which is what we're doing. And I guess that, that answers uh, a need. And, and that worked.
0: And that was you being much more practical than you were at the first time, you're now a second time entrepreneur,
1: much more mature,
0: much more practical. (laughs) And I guess also then all those blog posts were also helping you start SEO. um, And then it paid off later on when you launched. The other thing that I, I understood you were hoping for was you worked with an agency. They had clients. They told you this makes sense, that their clients could use it. Did you get their clients as customers of Wise Pops?
1: Ah zero. (laughs) Zero. Because I don't know. I don't know. It's always like that. You know, you never I never expected anyone to bring me customers. Um I don't know. They didn't it just not it just didn't happen.
0: You know, one of your competitors was um they were they went to these people who are in the who are affiliate marketers. And they said, we'll give you a commission whenever somebody signs up, just start writing blog posts. And at the time there were all these blog posts being written about at least one, if not multiple pop-up apps. You never got into that. And my sense is uh, you were watching that happen though, right? Yeah. My sense is you didn't get into it because to respond to that quickly would have meant having a developer on hand who could understand how the affiliate product works, who could recreate the affiliate product and jump in fast enough that you could go back to, I don't know, who was it, John Chow at the time and others and say, run my thing, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, and I was at Amazon. So, you know, I didn't have much time. Uh, I, I was working a lot at Amazon. I, I had to manage the customer support for Ystops on on my personal time. I also had to write down the specifications for the new feature to the agency. I have to do the accounting. I have to do everything. And so I didn't have much time left. And also on top of that, I didn't have much resources, as you said. So not much development team, no flexibility, no reactivity. So yeah, there is a lot of things that I would have done differently, but I just could not.
0: Yeah, this is a very slow approach to building. When you saw others get into your space, the one that you had to say makes sense, and now they're getting all the credit for it. How, how did that feel? I imagine it was frustrating.
1: Yeah, it's frustrating. Yes, definitely. It's frustrating, but um, no, it is, it is. Weren't you scared that
0: they would run away with the business and you'd be completely forgotten?
1: Uh, I was a little bit scared, but I was also, I must admit, I was also protected by Amazon. So... You know, it was a kind of a hedge. Meaning, uh, I knew I, worst case, meaning
0: I, you're not going bankrupt. Your family gets to eat, right? You have your job, so it doesn't yeah. freak you out in the middle of the night. It's just a, a nagging irritation, not a thing that keeps you from going to sleep.
1: Yes, exactly. Which is important, right? I mean, it, it's 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 something to know that you have a, a backup, and 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 being at Amazon is is a kind of good backup. It's not a bad one, so. So, yeah. so I, I, it was okay for me, it was frustrating. And I was just, you know, hoping that on the side, I mean, WisePop was still growing. And so I, I, I was confident that someday we could, we could match, bridge the gap, but it took a lot of time to bridge that gap. And, you know, five years to get to 1 million, I guess we have probably competitors who went faster, but we will see on, on the long run.
0: You told our producer, truthfully, this created a lot of head trash. Let's be
1: open here. What
0: what type of head trash? What was going on in your head as you were watching companies raise money at $100 million valuations because they didn't call themselves a tool, right? They said that they were this marketing whatever. What what was going on in your head at the time?
1: Um, I was wondering if that was a better option. I was wondering if I... if you know, as you said, if, 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 it, if it would kill wise pops really or not. Um, I was reassured by the fact that we had customers who love the product. And so, you know, it gives you confidence. That's very important, but still on the market point of view, we were, we were nowhere. And so, and, and being at Amazon and, and having this side project, you don't feel that you're an entrepreneur, you, you cannot say you are an entrepreneur. You don't exist as an entrepreneur, and your company is not a company. So, uh, yeah, that was frustrating, and truly, it was a uh, it was a major change for me when I I could get full time on it.
0: How long did it take you to be able to do full time? Three years. Three years. Yes. Wow. And then was it just constant slow growth, or did you did you find a few milestones that helped you grow your audience? I know the Mailchimp integration was a huge one. How long did that take? What year?
1: Yeah, a year, and then after, no, there, there was it was a constant growth. Uh, pricing was a very good, very powerful lever because when I started Wise Pops, I was, you know, you're more more afraid to lose customers. Uh, Rather than you know, so I started with a free plan and then the first plan was six dollars per month and then the second uh price was twelve dollars per month. You know, I just it 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 was very it was way too low and 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 when I started increasing the price as we grew um, and I saw that it was working, it, it, it helped accelerate the business.
0: When you increased it, I imagine you increased it on, on new customers, old customers or grandfathered. Yeah, in. of course, of the
1: course. The design
0: yes. of the site has always looked good from the beginning.
1: This was the agency that did it. Design? No, it was myself. You personally, you're a designer? No, most, I'm not, but I, 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 like design. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a amateur in design.
0: How could you communicate I, your design I, desires to the developers?
1: I've 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 made like uh, thousands of mockups and I was sending them to designers, just asking them to polish polish it a little bit and not rethink the whole thing. Uh and this is how it worked. It what, worked you quite it up well. in? what? What did you use in, to mock which it up? Software. Yeah. Um, sketch, as long as I can as far as I can remember, I, I've used sketch a lot.
0: And then you'd hire a designer and you'd say Give me your input. How would you make this look better?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm an amateur. You're a professional. Can you make it look pro?
0: Can I say the one negative about the design of your site throughout the years is I feel like you haven't decided whether the the P in pops should be capitalized at first. Piece, <laughs> right? Sometimes I see, I, I was looking we at a discussion I, I, one week ago <laughs> about whether to do it. So sometimes it's wise capital P pops, sometimes it's wise lower P. What do, where did you settle up?
1: No, no capital, uh, no capital.
0: Why'd you but decide no capital? Spots,
1: well, I prefer. It's, just, but, it's right. easy to, easier to read. That's something I've learned at Amazon. Make it easy to read.
0: Ah, uh, okay. And so, and that's the way it is also in your logo. It's all lowercase in the logo. But I, I thought to, I, I know some founders get really frustrated when you get the capitalization wrong. And I was looking at my notes and I said, what happened to my team? How do we have it one way? And then I see it on his site another way. And then I realized as I was reading through, it's every different way on his site.
1: We, we, we've been, um, you know, it was a side project Wise Pops and then it was a side project turning into a startup slowly and then from a startup to a company. And right now we've become a real company and we have a, a much senior team. And, and so those things are being taken care of much more professionally than it used to be
0: the time. When would you say that it became like a professional company, as you say?
1: Uh, honestly, I think it's, uh, it's, it, it happened in the last few months.
0: Really? Because, yeah.
1: because, uh, because I, I, I because of the, of the team I, that I, I, I've, so I've been working, um, when I left amazon I was alone for a year also with this agency and then I hired one one my first employee um which was an amazing guy we were doing all, uh, almost everything like the product the growth the customer success and I was also working on the product when we had the agency and then we it took us one year to bring the development in house and hire our development team and We've been and, 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 and trying to bridge this competition gap that we were talking about before. And that took us like two, two years. And it led us where we ended up last year, uh, end of last year. This first employee he left, I had to replace him. And um, as he were doing many things in the company, I, as I said, product, um, customer success, um, and growth, I hired uh, three three senior guys for each of those positions, and it changes everything. and so because you know it brings seniority, expertise and focus where we and and that's how I think what articulates the, the change from startup to company.
0: I want to ask about the senior I've been, I've been making notes here to come back and ask you about hiring. Let me take a moment, talk about my second sponsor, and then we'll come back and talk about hiring and why senior level people and and how that worked out for you. My second sponsor is HostGator for hosting websites. Benjamin, let me, let me ask you this. You've seen a lot of websites that do well. Have, are there any sites that you've seen us do especially well that we can give my audience as examples or, or ideas that will spark uh, business ideas for them?
1: Wave that like, like, what? Like, what have you concept seen do of-
0: well? Who is uh, who, what types of businesses have you seen do well as someone who through Wise Pops gets to see multiple businesses? You get to see their analytics. Is there a content business you've seen do well? Give me an idea of what's doing well so that we can spark some ideas for our audience.
1: Okay, so the idea I think is brands, uh, any business that is able to create a strong brand, a strong identity do something, but do it differently. And that's very true in e-commerce. This works very well because businesses are, can be very dependent, very, yeah. Depend on, 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 you know, on platforms like Google Facebook to, to, to drive acquisition. And the businesses that are able to create a brand that makes people come back to the website because they want, they look for the brand. Uh, they create a, a, a sustainable loop and and um, and a success loop, and it works very well. So I don't have any name that I can share, but a lot of um, a lot of Shopify stores, for example, that are doing very well are pretty great inspiration for any new business starting.
0: So what you're suggesting is brand develop develop the brand, and then people will continue, right? Yes. And And, I'm noticing that too, that there was a period there where every consumer product that we had at my house growing up was some kind of major brand, like a General Mills type brand, my cereal, my lunch, my everything. And if we ever got anything that was not one of the major big company brands, we felt our mother was cheating us by going for the cheapo route, even if there was, you know, more substance in it, even if it had more nutrients. Absolutely. Then it became this anger towards those bigger companies and more appreciation for the people who deliver the stuff to you think about like Amazon, right? For Some people it was more Walmart, but there's a thing that that's your place. For others, it was it was Whole Foods, and we can go into the clothing and so on uh, to a different degree. But now it is the individual brand of the person who's making it. Ideally, they're focused on this one little thing, and 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 then the bigger companies are trying to fake it, right? And it started with microbrews, but it's gone on to shavers. Um, a friend of mine just bought a, 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 a beauty brand for men and he sent it over to me. Think of me, like I'm not a beauty person, but he sent it over to me mm-hmm. and I can see the care that they take in developing their brands. You're saying that's what it is. Let me suggest this for anyone who has an idea who, or a passion for brands, And they don't have a business yet, I think one thing they could do is do what you did, which is just start documenting the different brand experiences that they're seeing, and then let that create a sensitivity to branding and allow them to then either get clients who will hire them to do better branding for them or to then say, well, why is there no brand in this one place I can't write about it. So here's my idea. If you are listening to me and you want to go to Hostgator and get a website for something, one great idea is to just sensitize yourself to the brands as they're being created by creating a website where all you're doing is just documenting and collecting these newer brands and how they're working and how they're building up. One of my friends, Brian Harris, did that. He said, I want to see how online marketers are doing, doing things, how they're closing sales with these new funnels. He went in and he started documenting other people's funnels, including mine. That's how I kind of got to know the way he thinks. He went and saw, here's how Andrew takes a stranger, turns them into an email subscriber, nurtures them and then sells them. And he laid the whole thing out in a blog post and he did that over and over. And then people now are hiring him to basically do that for them, to teach them how to do it. And that's his business. Um, so if you're listening to me and you want to go to HostGator, I think you should go to HostGator.com Mixergy to start this business or any other business. You'll need a website. And if you use that URL, HostGator will get you the best possible price. It's HostGator.com slash Mixergy. Great price, great service. I'm happy to be a customer of theirs. HostGator.com Mixergy. Let's talk about hiring. The very first person is more of a generalist. Like you said, you then, when you replace them, I could understand that he, since he was a jack of all trades. You needed multiple people to do his work. Why'd you go senior? Instead of saying, I'm going to take junior people, I'm going to train them up. And then, and then maybe later on I'll hire managers for them with more experience. Why'd you start top down instead of bottom up?
1: Um, well, first of all, seniors, senior people are not necessarily managers, right? They can be, um,
0: um individual uh, it's more contributor. Experienced people. It's not necessarily a customer service manager who will eventually hire people. It's more exactly. like someone who has deep customer service experience who could tell you here's what we did at these last companies
1: and how you could do it well here. Is that right? Yes. We f- we are a remote company and that's important because as we're remote, we need to uh, it's really important for me to work with people that have experience that I can trust that are autonomous. And, and that's how I like to work also. Um, I have this, I don't know, vision for the company that we want to stay a small team. So ideally, we prefer to be 10 uh, and 20 people, expert people doing um, what we love and working together like that rather than having managers and hiring like tens of people below, 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 at below levels uh so that's a kind of the company model that you want you know and 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 this is very important for me it's very important for any all the members the members in the team and and truly it's 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 working very well we love working the way we do so we don't want to change that um yeah so that's why you know looking for experienced people
0: is there something that you've learned from them that you implemented that you can share to give me an example of how hiring a senior person brings in their expertise and experience?
1: Um, it's uh, it's very new, right? So as we speak, these this people—this uh, is still months half old. Half of them are are, are are joining the team, so, but what i can say is that they they have methodology they put on a framework they they are very organized and they are methodological so it's step by step and set up the metric take action measure their impact
0: um, and
1: it you know it, it that's why i said it it was getting professional um it, what about the developer,
0: switching switching from the agency to a developer who now needs to take on work that other people had done over a course of multiple years? That can't be easy. How did you find the right person and how was the transition?
1: We hired the, our project manager in the agency. Actually, we we started a new project called WISP, which is a notification tool, basically similar to what we're doing with pop-ups, but on the notification side. Notification On-site meaning?
0: Notification. Uh, I didn't see this Chrome notification or what?
1: No, it's not Chrome. It's a um, notification a notification feed that is embedded in um, our customers' website. So when you land on the website, you will see a small bell, and you can click on that bell, and and then you will have your messages. It's basically inspired from what we are used to at you know in face- Facebook or LinkedIn um, the notification feed, but it's one that is designed for e-commerce and optimize for yeah e-commerce messaging and conversion. Okay. And when we started that project, we hired uh, a CTO. And hiring a CTO um, motivated our project manager in the agency to join us. He said, oh, now that you start to have a development team, I would be happy and interested ah. to join full-time. And that was like the beginning of <laughs> everything. And
0: the, the CTO's role was going to be to take over all the work that you've done for Wise Pops or to just start this new project.
1: No, just on the, on the new project. Just in the new project. It. And so now yeah. the
0: person who has been working on Wise Pops said, you have someone there. It's not just going to be me. I'd like to work with them. We can work on this new, uh, alerting yes. process, but also I can take over with Wise Pops. Did the agency have an issue with you taking on one of their people? yeah <laughs> so how do you handle that i bet
1: uh, we we know but eventually it was a little bit harder than we had several discussions but at the end it went all right.
0: you um, had to pay them, right i'm assuming buy out his contract uh, or pay to sue things over it, no
1: it's a complex relationship there there was like there was a lot of uh, discussion going on so eventually i would say that i think it went all right and we have no hard feelings now um so yeah it's it's not an easy step for sure um but it went all right
0: to know what to build for these customers you said you needed to just keep looking to your customers and understand what they wanted and that's how you found out for example that people want to play with credit cards not just with paypal we talked about uh crm integration like mailchimp how did you even have the time to go and talk to your customers you're working a full-time job you're managing this When you say talk to customers, do you just mean responding to customer service email and understanding what they need or were you actually getting on calls? Uh,
1: uh, Doing the customer support and taking up the opportunity of the customer support to have larger discussion and and understand their needs. But really when you do yourself the customer support, um, you learn a lot because you you quickly see where people are having pain points, uh, what could make their experience better and you you get a lot. You understand their need, what they are trying to do. You can help them. So it's 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 fantastic. Um, um, if there is one thing you must do as a founder, I think it's it's customer support to get started. It's and so it's important. And it's just
0: answering the customer support email that comes in. That's the way that you mostly do it.
1: Yeah, it was email and then and then chat. But first uh, first email.
0: I mean, like like WhatsApp or something with a customer.
1: Uh, No, like uh, Intercom, you know, Uh, we've been using Intercom. So, what's the, but but at first it was email, only email.
0: What's another example of something that's non obvious that came to you because you kept doing customer support?
1: Um, A lot of technological uh, advanced targeting. Uh, I, you know, I I was, I'm not a developer, I'm not a, a growth hacker, I had no yeah I had in mind simple use case for pop-ups. Um, it turns out that um, we found marketers that had very complex and amazing idea of how to connect why their pop-ups with their website experience. And so, like what? the you know, The
0: one obvious thing that I can imagine you could think of is if somebody's seen the pop-up twice, don't keep showing it to them for the rest of their lives. let the let the site owner, and the pop-up creator decide how often to show a pop-up and when to show it and that's it what's what's a more complex non-obvious thing that your customers helped you understand that they need
1: so a, a, a non-obvious just one but i remember it was an early one it was enabling the visitors to decide hey don't show me any pop-ups for 30 days and it you know that's the kind of features that you you wouldn't think out maybe by yourself and, and and until the time where a customer asks for it very strongly then it starts to make sense. Now we also have way more complex integration where we can um, you know do some product upsell or customize the text within the pop-ups depending on the, the where the, the visitor is, is coming from or 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 you know or what page he's looking at or and so that's that's getting more technical
0: uh yeah like um you're saying if someone comes in from an from instagram well they wouldn't come in from instagram but they might come in from google they might come in from a paid ad on instagram
1: etc and you want to acknowledge it exactly he can come from an ad- adwords a paid ad and, and 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 then we will adjust the content of the of the of the pop-up based on the, the ad that he has clicked on it's it's see- it's really looking after personalization mostly.
0: What do you see all this going? I feel like there was a period there. I remember talking to the founder of BounceX. He was killing it because he had a few really really great ideas. Like when someone's about to leave the site, he they, there was exit intent. He created these exit intent pop ups. Right, they killed it with that. He had a bunch of others. I don't want to say that that's it, but today exit intent it's part of wise pops. It's it's a thing that's now accepted. What are you seeing now that we wouldn't know about yet? But it's coming down and it's working really well. The thing that we, we should be aware of.
1: Um it is um it is several aspects. The first one is the the ability. I think I think the big trend is the ability to to match um to think not only at pop-up level, but at at customer level and 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 try to define the 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 experience that a customer will have and what pop-up or what messages because it's not only pop-up now we do pop-ups and banners, bars, embedded forms, notifications. So what are the messages that he's going to see through his experience uh, depending on what he's going to do on the website? And and we can be very very um, powerful. It can become very powerful when you when you start to really like um, you know uh, adapt your messaging to the customer experience, and and this this has a, a, a very big impact on conversions.
0: What's in, and, and it's all done manually, where where the marketer has to say on these pages I want these pop-ups at night I want this pop-up right.
1: This is done manually today, it, and we start to do it more automatically. And and we we recently hired a head of uh, data science, for example, in order to be more relevant and more um, um, you know go further in the way we collect data, organize it, and enable our brands to do it. it, it basically, you know, there is a lot of customer data platform today. I don't know if you've followed that, that trend, but there is a lot of Com, uh, tools uh, a plat- marketing platform selling uh, you the ability to build experience for your customers and they are very expensive uh, like you, you you would not even get a price for their services if you get on the website you need to talk to a sales rep you know and we we we, we see the opportunity to do what they're doing like 80% of what like the 20% of what they do that drives the 80% of the result and to do it with at, at a way uh, lower price for all you know uh, small brands and and that's where we see a lot of value
0: so what do they what do they do now it's they're using they're using da- data to have the yes. an art i guess I hate to say AI but they're using artificial intelligence to understand what's going on at the site and no
1: No it's it's not really AI it's just helping you when when you are a brand you you're not really doing anything from your data you you know that you should collect your data organize it have a CRM and everything but you don't have the time you don't have the resources to do that and so what we're trying to do is help you as a as a business owner or a, a marketer Get to the again the 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 best collect what you need to collect in order to be effective. It, okay. it, you know it, it's You're not saying it, it that, doesn't have to be complicated.
0: so, for example, if somebody has been clicking on my emails on a regular basis, I obviously shouldn't be asking them for their email address the next time they're on my site, right?
1: Yes, that's and very basic. If you visited the website many times and you didn't sign up, maybe there is um, some strategies to test to make you sign up. You know, and and and
0: you know what else I'm seeing? Tell me what you think of this. I'm seeing that there's some people who would like more coordination among multiple sites. So why should I just know based on the fact that somebody's come to? My, and I know this is a, a a privacy issue too. So we've got two things going on: where software wants to go and where privacy needs to go. One is where software wants to go seems to be to say, if someone is constantly clicking on male beauty products on other sites, and we have both male and female beauty products, why are we showing them just the female beauty products instead of showing them the male products, right? And so that's a simple thing that you could do if you know what people are doing across multiple sites. Do you see that happening? Do you see that coming up?
1: Uh, it happened it, it it exists today there is a privacy issue which is major and in europe we are very you know th- there is a very strong pressure from the regulation on on the, on the privacy so this cannot be done here mm-hmm. and should not be done um, so our approach is that we don't we don't need to invest on that but we can learn from what the visitors is doing on the website so it will take one iteration but when a new visitor come to your store and click on the men product, then we know that it's he's interested in men. And that is a data we can store. And that is the data that we can provide you with so that in your all your new campaign, you're able to leverage it.
0: Within a specific site, all the day, you're saying we don't have to go beyond the site. We could stay yes, within the site. If exactly. somebody's doing something on the site one time, let's remember it for the next time they come back up. Got it. I think I see where you're going with this. All right the why the website for anyone who wants to go check it out it's wisepops.com. do you regret now that you've stuck with pop-up in the name now because you are doing so much more with than pop-ups like you said you got forms and so on no
1: no no, it? no it's a it's no. it's a great it's a it's it's a great name uh we we keep it and um and we're you know we it's we're focused on on-site marketing. So helping the website are very static and they need a, a marketing layer on top of it where you can push messages and push personalization and it has to be easy. And Pops, I think it, it does the job for that. Uh, the, you know what in, I would in suggest? In helping people I would... understand what it is about.
0: <laughs> your site is just absolute. The, the pop-ups that you're showing on your site is beautiful. Everything on your site is super clear. i love a button that I could press to bring up these pop-ups as examples so I could see them in real time. Like when you show a video pop-up, it looks so elegant, so clear. Instead of seeing a screenshot, I'd love to just press a button and see it come up so
1: that I can actually experience it. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And it will be done. All right. That's the magic of our new team.
0: (laughs) Now that you've got a big team working on it. But throughout, (laughs) I'm telling you, I've seen the site over the years. There is absolute taste here. And I, I enjoyed seeing it. And I'm uh, I enjoy seeing the growth in the business. For anyone who wants to go check it out, it's wisepops.com. I want to thank the two sponsors who made this interview happen. The first, if you're hiring a developer, professionalizing your business and you want the best of the best, really go Google them, go research them, go find out about them. TopTal is the place to go. And if you want a great deal on them, go to toptal.com slash Mixergy where customers will get 80 hours of developer credit when they pay for the first 80 hours. That's dot com slash M-I-X-E-R-G-Y. By the way, it occurred to me, Benjamin, these ads are like pop-ups, right? Like you're listening to the to the interview and then boom, I pop up with an ad. No wonder it works. Um, the second sponsor- Yeah, you're doing it beautifully. <laughs> right. I guess radio broadcasters were the first pop-up advertising people. Like Howard Stern would talk and then suddenly go, <laughs> now let me tell you about the Jewish singles weekend on Long Island. And then he'd go into that. Um, <laughs> no kidding. He used to actually, I don't know. You probably don't know Howard Stern, but he was like the shock jock in America. He used to do these ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do know him. The dude used to do ads. I used to listen to him in New York. He used to do these ads for, for like, Camp weekends, and then he tell you how he was a loser going to school, but when he went to camp, he got to be cool and girls would date him and you should go and sign up for camp and suddenly this thing that sound like what an odd thing to advertise on the radio camp for adults, they go well maybe I should be doing camp for adults. Anyway, um, hopefully the same thing's happening for somebody who's listening to us who said, you know what, I didn't think I needed a website, but this whole HostGator idea, yeah, let's go do it. And if you want to go do it, use my URL, give me credit and get the best possible price. Only available at hostgator.com slash Mixergy. Benjamin, thanks so much for staying up late with me. I know it's late where you are.
1: Thanks a lot for your time. It was a
0: great discussion. Right on. Bye, everyone.